What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode four of the Primetime Sports Show. It's been a while. It's been a little while. I think it's been about two weeks, maybe a little bit over. Um, We'll get into that a little later. Um, First thing we're going to discuss, actually, we're going to have a word from our sponsor, Natural Light. Um, Here's what they would like to say. Natural Light, brewed in America since 1977. Thanks. All right. Let's get into this. First off, um, sorry that it's been two weeks since I've uploaded a podcast, an episode. I don't really think anybody cares, but um, yeah, it's been about two weeks. It's just been crazy busy with uh, life. Um, School started back up. I had a lot of training that I had to do. It was just sitting through meetings for eight hours, and I'd get home, and I'd just be not wanting to do anything. Um, and now school has actually started this week. So now it's, it's crazy. You know, you come home just exhausted mentally, physically. So, Hey, but today, today I decided to come in here and, and talk a little sports with everybody. Um, first thing on the schedule, I don't know if anybody knows this, but we have college football this week, this weekend. College football is officially back, <clears throat> excuse me, starting Saturday, August 24th, when Miami faces off against the Florida Gators. Number eight Florida Gators. The number eight ranked Florida Gators, 7 p.m. on ESPN. Nothing makes me more happy than knowing college football is back. Even though we got to wait all day until 7 o'clock, it's a little bit of a tease. But I can't complain too much. Primetime football, I mean, there's nothing else. How can you not be ecstatic? Florida is a seven-point underdog. A uh, favorite, sorry, a seven-point favorite. Uh, Money line on that. Uh, Miami's plus 240 money line. Over under 47. Excuse me. Natural light. Brewed in America since 1977. Uh, The over under on that game is 47. You can go ahead and just put all your money on the over. Um, Miami might, or uh, Florida might put 48 points on the board before half. That's my prediction. I I think Florida's going to blow this team out. Um, I've talked about it before, and I'm a huge, not a huge, but I'm a, I'm, I'm a, Tate Martell fan, I'd say. I liked him at Ohio State. Uh, it sucks that he didn't get the starting job. It's probably because he's been hanging out with his smoke show girlfriend. If you haven't checked her out, she's on Instagram. She's a Dan Bilzerian girl, is what I believe. She hangs out with him all the time. She's she's an Instagram model. Um, I mean, I guess that's what happens when you go to Miami. You get hooked up with all those uh, types of connections. So 47, that's going to be an over. Uh, it's going to suck, like, bringing back Tate Martell. I think he should be the starter. I don't really know who, too much about the starting quarterback for Miami, the one that they named. Um, but I just know Tate Martell was actually pretty decent at Ohio State. And I'm excited. I'm so excited for this game. Then we got a 10 o'clock game. I'm not going to watch that one, though. That's, 
it's the the annual Hawaii Arizona at Hawaii um you know 10 30 p.m starting time at, on CBS it's it's not not my cup of tea and then we get back into it on Thursday and then we and then we get into the whole season and it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be wild um I don't have too many predictions right now um I can come out, I guess, and say that I do think it's going to be in either Alabama. It's going to be Alabama, Clemson, and Georgia, the top three. Again, I don't know in what order, but I know it's going to be those three teams in in the playoffs. I don't know who's going to be winning, losing. I don't even know who's going to win the Heisman. Everybody thinks it's going to be Tua Tagovailoa, Tua, 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 but... Um, I don't know. You got Jalen Hurts now for Oklahoma. Might be a little bit of a sleeper there. Might be a little bit of a sleeper. Oklahoma might be a little bit of a sleeper team. Everybody, no one was really on the Jalen Hurts uh, bandwagon once he transferred over. I think people kind of fell off and they just basically said, screw you, two was, two was that much better. I don't agree. I don't agree with that. I think Jalen Hurts got a little screwed over by Nick Saban. Um, sorry, got real quiet. My HVAC just turned off. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts got a little bit screwed over by Nick Saban, and um, I think he did the right thing by leaving and going to a another powerhouse school that's uh, known for developing quarterbacks, at least in the recent years. Um, so I'm really excited to uh, to see what they do this year, see what he does this year. Um, Alabama, if you haven't heard or seen, I'm gonna pull this up. They played Duke. Um, at Alabama at 3.30 on national television, mind you. Um, the money line on that game, just if you're wondering, this is just if you're curious, uh, Alabama is minus 10,000, 10,000, minus 10,000 favorites. And for those of you that don't know, that means if you go to the casino, okay, and you put $1,000, on Alabama, you will win ten. So you'll get your thousand back, but you'll only be making ten dollars. That is insane. That is absolutely insane. And why would you ever? Why would anybody ever put money on do? You know, like you see the plus uh, twenty two hundred, and you're like, oh man, you know, if I put if I just put ten dollars down, you know. But why would you even? There's abs- There's no chance. Absolutely no chance. So it's one of those games where it it. it it sucks. There's no way to bet um, unless you want to bet the over-under, which is 58. Um, my guess would probably be over with a lot of those points coming from Alabama. Mm. We're going to get back into this money line business because we got a a cool story in, in baseball last night that happened. But we're going to transition um, from college football. My last words on it, I'm just so happy it's back. I hope everybody else is too. I hope everybody's weekend is fantastic because of it. Let's transition to the NFL. There's so much going on in the NFL. I mi- I really missed a lot. Um, I mean, we can start, uh, we can go a few days back with Antonio Brown just being annoying at this point. It's it's so stupid. It's It's, it's dumb. It's childish. It's kind of just ridiculous. You know, I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of hearing it all in the headline. It's just like LeBron. You hear LeBron, LeBron all throughout the offseason. No one cares. 
Okay, you hear Antonio Brown complaining about his helmet. No one cares. Nobody cares. You know why? Because at the end of the day, we all know, it's not even we all know, it's just he's either going to play or he's not. And it's not a big deal if he doesn't. It's not a big deal if he does. I don't think he's going to be good this year because his quarterback sucks. Derek Carr is bottom bottom of the food chain in NFL quarterbacks right now. He might be at the top when it comes to getting paid. It doesn't mean anything if you don't win games. Um, and another thing with the Raiders, uh, hard knocks. This hard knocks has got to be the absolute worst hard knocks that has been on TV since it started. Um, the best hard knocks. I mean, there's nobody on the Raiders that is worth. They're not even doing the Antonio Brown story. And I've, I've heard and read that the NFL can upload footage two hours, up to two hours before air. And they didn't do anything about this, about the uh, Antonio Brown helmet story. So, I mean, all it is, if you haven't watched it, it's uh, uh, John Gruden mic'd up. And just doing corny punchlines to his players, trying to act cool and 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 all this uh, nonsense. There's nothing about Antonio Brown. He said one thing where his kid was like, "Where's Ben Roethlisberger?" And he's like, "Oh well, I'm stuck with Derek Carr now." So that was that was funny, I guess. Um, there's a cornerback on there. I don't even know his name. I have no clue who he is. I couldn't tell you his name to save my life. But he's the one that rides horses. And he has got to be the absolute most annoying person on that show with everything that he says. Um, I didn't even watch the third episode, so I don't even know what happened. I watched the first two. I wasn't a fan. Um, I'm probably just done with it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I say that, and I'm probably going to go and watch it here in like 30 minutes just to see what's going on. Just because it's football. Um, so, yeah, we got the Antonio Brown story, whatever. Who cares? Um, Cedric Benson tragically passed away. If you didn't see that, he was a running back for the Bengals. I don't know if he ever played. I think he played for another team, but I'm not sure. Uh, I knew him from the Bengals. He was, um, what was that, five years ago, maybe, he was still around. That was towards the end of his career. Um, he tragically died in a um, motorcycle accident. So rest in peace to him. RIP, prayers. Um, Baker Mayfield made his way back into the news headlines. I love it. I love it. He made his way into the headlines with Barstool. I don't know. He said something. Someone tried to tell a story about him, and he he wasn't having it. So he, I don't think it was a to attack Barstool. I think they were using their platform. He was using Barstool's platform to get his message out. But anyway, he got back in the in the. Uh, this actually might be what it's about. I didn't fully read into it. I just heard it, and I'm reading on the news um, a little bit. But he basically said that he couldn't believe that Daniel Jones was drafted by the Giants. And it I mean, who can, I mean everybody is. Everybody is so surprised. If you're not surprised at Daniel Jones, if you could tell me who Daniel Jones was when he got drafted, um I'd call you a genius cuz absolutely nobody knew who he was. And to go 6 overall, 6 overall pick, Daniel Jones, quarterback. I don't even know where I I mean, look up where he went. Did he go to Duke? Let's look this up. I couldn't even tell you where he went, and I watched that draft, and I couldn't. I didn't know who he was. Uh, he, yeah, he went to Duke. He played for Duke. That was pretty cool that I got that right. Not to brag, I kind of know my stuff. 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, anybody, everybody was surprised that he was drafted six overall. And Baker basically said uh, his response was that Baker himself was surprised that he got drafted one overall. So it was like, it was one of those things where it was like, I can't even believe that I got drafted number one. I mean, I, you know, I can't even believe that Daniel Jones got drafted six. Basically, he tried, Baker tried to make himself sound like he wasn't as good as he was. And then he just used Daniel Jones as a comparison to say he's not as good as he is either. You know, it's 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 one of those things where just uh, news reporters hopped all over it and just tried to get a headline out of it. And it's not a big deal. They squashed their beef. They said they eat, they text each other and they're fine. They're both cool dudes. I don't have a problem with Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, he's a quiet guy. I think he's going to take over. I think he'll be pretty decent once Eli's, Eli's through. Um, but... Baker's my guy. I love Baker Mayfield. It sucks that people still try to um, get headlines out of him. And he even said, he said, if I have a problem with somebody, I'll let them know. Excuse me. And we know that from prior um, encounters. Like with his old head coach from from Cleveland, calling him out and stuff. Uh, Let's see. I'm reading here. The Cardinals... Reached the deal with uh, uh, Crabtree. That's pretty cool. Michael Tra- Michael Crabtree still in the league. No, he's gonna really do much. Uh, the biggest story of the day, if we're gonna get into present time, Patrick Chung was um, charged with possession of cocaine. I think that's pretty. That's pretty wild. Bad boy life, you know. If you ask me, um, he was charged on Wednesday. With cocaine possession, uh, that's not good. It's no bueno if you're going to be – I mean, let's think about it. Robert Kraft was charged with uh, – was it sex trafficking? I think it was sex trafficking. It was wild. Just, or no, not sex trafficking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Robert. Uh, prostitution. Prostitution, Robert, if you're listening to this podcast. Um, so I don't know what they're going to do with him. I guess he's going to – He'll go to jail for some time. I think cocaine possession is a little more, uh, a little more in depth and extensive than um, this cat's on our, my cat's on our uh, island here. It's not allowed to be. I think cocaine is a little bit more. It is more um, worse than a weed possession charge, at least in this day and age. He has a good. He's. I mean, he's got a good record, a good track record with him. So it sucks, but whatever. That's NFL for you. Other than that, there really isn't much. It's it's really all just about Antonio Brown at this point, and it's getting annoying. Let's transition now. Moving on, MLB, Major League Baseball. Some crazy, crazy, crazy stuff has been happening in the last, I don't know, 48 hours. Uh, we're going to start off with the Mets. I don't know if I said this or not. I'm pretty sure I did in one of the previous podcasts that the Mets are going to clinch the wild card spot. I don't know if I said any more after that, but I know they will clinch at least, at least a wild card spot. I love the Mets. I am very high on the Mets right now. I don't know why anybody else wouldn't be. They are the hottest team in baseball record wise since the all-star break. I just read that. So, you know, got to give myself some credit. Um, they're one and a half games back. I mean, they, they go on these uh, 
these streaks where they look so hot and then they drop like three games. But I think towards the end of this season, they're going to be so hot, it's going to be impossible to put them out. They had another walk I mean, and this is all they're doing. They're just hitting walk-off wins. That's all they are. They're hitting walk-off home runs, walk-off singles, doubles. I mean, win's a win in my book. Um, they are real hot right now. I love the Mets. The Orioles just gave up. I don't know. Oh, no, they tied. Last, last night, they tied for the most home runs given up in a season. And I believe I said that as well in one of my other podcast episodes where it was easily going to be broken. So credit, credit me for predicting that right, please. Thanks. Um, they're a solid 41-86 and 86 right now with a .323 win percentage. If you had to take a guess of how many games back they are, guess how many they're back. Just take a guess. You got two seconds. Okay, they're 32 and a half games back. <laughs> That's atrocious. They have almost identical records home and away, 20 and 44 home, 21 and 42 away. How – I know nobody goes to these games. No one can go to – I just don't understand how Orioles tickets now aren't just like uh, – how do the Orioles not pay people to come to their games at this point? Because right now, they're just losing money. They might as well use that money that they're losing from people not showing up to pay people. Come up with like a group. Come up with a group, a Facebook page, where you say you will, your ticket will be bought and you got you come in here and, and buy our food because that's where they that's where they're making all their money right now. They're not making it on ticket prices. You can go to an Orioles game right now for eight dollars, I'm sure, ten dollars max. All the money that they're making is from concessions and fan shops because that food's expensive. Their beer is expensive. Okay, they've maybe dropped it a little bit, but it's still that's how they're making all of their money, if any. I just feel like they should be using their brains a little bit more. Maybe come up with something where you pay like 500 people. You pay for 500 people's tickets, free admission. Not even paying for their tickets, just free admission. And they get in there and they buy all your food. You know? I think it's smart. People will be smart and and eating stuff before. But, I mean, you're going to go and buy a beer or something at least. You know? That's why I don't own a baseball team, I guess. Um, the Red Sox, they won a game today. The Red Sox won a game from August 7th. So it had been, what, 16 days? 14 days, sorry. 14 days, 14 hours, and 18 minutes since they had last played that game. It was a rain delay in August 7th, and they postponed it to another date. I think they are in the bottom of the 10th. And uh, uh, Brock Holt hit a RBI single. To win it, so at that game, speaking of the uh, the ticket prices, in that game I read it, uh, fans under eighteen. This is crazy. So this is all they did. Like they just they took this was their day off for both teams against it was the uh, Red Sox and the Royals. They took they had a, a day off, and what they did was they basically played that game. So fans under eighteen were allowed into Fanway Park for free, and if you were over eighteen. It was a $5 admission fee, and all that money was donated to the Jimmy Fund, which the Jimmy Fund, I'm assuming, is uh, – oh, no, it's not even – I thought it was like uh, Jimmy V, but it's not. Anyway, their money was donated to the Jimmy Fund. It's probably some Boston fundraiser. 
Uh, early arrivers were allowed to walk around the warning track of the field and concessions were sold at a discounted price. And that, that's genius. Now, obviously, they're only playing the game they said only lasted. Uh, where did I read it? It was like 14 minutes. Where was it? Oh, come on. Don't make me sound bad here. It was 14 minutes. It had to have been something like that. Anyway, 12 minutes. 12 minutes were played on Thursday. Okay? So they had five. It was free if you were under 18, $5 if you were older than that, and all the concessions and food were sold, or concessions and beer, probably beer, were sold at a discounted price. And you get to walk the warning track before. Why aren't the Orioles... The Orioles owe oh, the Orioles Oreos. The Orioles owe this to Baltimore fans. You know, you guys suck so bad. At least let the fans that still consider themselves Orioles fans, or at least put their logo as their computer background. You know, let them do something like this where they walk the warning track before the game or uh, discounted food. I mean, Jesus Christ. You lose and you look so bad on the field and we still have to pay full price for macaroni and cheese with crab meat in it? Are you crazy? It's like $14 for a little basket. It's probably $8 for a hot dog. I know it's $8 for a water. I mean, that's insane. Maybe if you're winning and you're, you're bringing home championships, you can charge whatever you want. But when you suck every single year and you're in dead last and giving up the most home runs in league history in a season, something should be highly discounted and or free. That's all I'm going to say about that. Now, you got me fired up. Got me all fired up because the Red Sox won in 12 minutes. Sticking with MLB, last night the uh, Detroit Tigers pulled off one of the biggest upsets um, I don't know if it was the biggest upset. It is the largest upset in Majors history in the past 15 years. The Orioles just accomplished this about a week ago or two weeks ago. Um, I think they were plus 400 underdogs and they beat, uh, they might've beat the Astros. Now that I'm, yeah, they were. So just 10 days ago, this is what I'm reading here, the Astros were minus 460 road favorites over Baltimore, who was plus 390. So the Orioles were plus 390 underdogs, which, like we said before, is a very crazy underdog. That's an insane payout if you bet the Orioles. Um, And they won off a walk-off home run that game. And now the Astros again are, uh, what were they last night? It doesn't say what they were, but I know the Tigers were plus 435. So they were plus 435 underdogs, and they won. I follow uh, Marty Mush from Barstool. Uh, Walk the Line is their gambling show, and he actually picked this on the live show at like 3 o'clock that day. And he said, he was like, I'm just uh, – it, it's one of those things where, like we talked about in the Duke game, the Duke-Alabama game, Obviously, it's not going to happen in college football when you're plus 220 or 2,200 underdogs. But in baseball, anything can happen. They're major league baseball teams. You know, they're professionals. 
each team, even though they suck, anything can happen in those games. So these are these games where they're crazy, crazy underdogs. It doesn't it rarely happens, and it just so happens to have happened twice in uh, ten days. But the Astros being or the uh, Tigers being that plus four thirty five. You got to sprinkle a little bit in there. I wish I would have seen it because I would have. I I probably wouldn't have done the same thing. But if I had a brain, I probably would. Uh, plus four thirty five. Get a little ten dollar piece in there. Bet a fifty dollar piece, and you walk away with two hundred bucks. Is how that worked. Um, a little over that. So that was crazy. I just I love stuff like that where the underdogs pay out so much money. It's so fun. Gambling is just so fun when you're good at it. That's why. I get so mad because I suck at it. Um, anything else in baseball? I don't think there is anything else in baseball at the moment. That was a heated discussion with myself about the Orioles. NBA, I'm sure LeBron's like doing something. I'm not sure. I can't get back to any of the headlines. I obviously didn't really do my homework. Uh, Brooks Kepka, my guy Brooks Kepka. We can talk about this. Brooksy. Um, Brooks is my favorite golfer right now. And will be. I'm going to name my son will be named Brooks. You can write that down after Brooks Kepka. Um, Brooks Kepka is doing the body issue. And he posted a picture about it on Instagram today. And I'm not going to get into too much detail, but that dude is pretty big. He's jacked. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, The Orioles play the Tampa Bay Rays today. Titans play the Steelers. Ooh, we forgot to talk about UFC. Holy smokes. Oh, my God. Everybody has to have watched that. Everybody has to have watched that. Had to have seen at least uh, posts something. Okay, let's get into this real quick, and then we'll be done. Daniel Cormier. Oh, my God. I don't, I, I'm not going to say I told you so, but, but I told you so, okay? Daniel Cormier, I, I mean, he was just a fraud. That's all he was was a fraud, and I will stand by that. I will stand by that for the rest of my life. Daniel Cormier was an absolute fraud. There was no way that he was pound for pound, pound for pound, the best fighter in the UFC. He got so lucky on so many different shots. And I know people are going to say, well, you know, he was being lucky, but he won the fights. I don't care. If you watch those fights, he, he just doesn't, I don't even know what it is. I can't even speak in the technical terms. But if you just watch him fight, he puts both of his hands up open and tries to catch your your punches. It's it obviously it had gotten him somewhere. It wasn't even really getting him somewhere. Like I said, he was getting lucky shots. But Stepe Miacic, Miacic, absolutely exposed his fighting style. Uh, basically, by throwing all of his, he'd throw a few heads and then he'd just unleash into his stomach. And that's basically what ended that entire sequence was just stomach punches. Um, Daniel crumbled like a potato chip and Stipe just unleashed on, on, uh, on his jaw. That sounded a little weird. Uh, but he unleashed punches 
straight to his jaw, right in his face, and just blasted him into the uh, the cage. They called it. I went nuts. Um, he was an underdog, too. I didn't bet anything. I didn't bet anything this week because I just wanted to enjoy it. Um, Nate Diaz as well. I even, I'm even. i not kidding. I wanted to do the Miacic-Diaz parlay, but like I said, I just wanted to enjoy the fights, and of course, both of them win. Um, Nate Diaz looked solid, and now he gets to fight Jorge Masvidal, which might be one of the highest, if not the highest. That was scary there. My blinds just fell. Holy smokes. So that's what's so authentic about this podcast. Anything can happen. Nate Diaz, Jorge Masvidal might, might break Conor McGregor's pay-per-view record. I'm just going to put that out there right now. Okay. All right. Other than that, that's all I got for this podcast. That was a good, that was a pretty good show. Good distance, 30 minutes, a little under. Um, I want to make more longer videos, but the way the website I use only allows me like two hours a month. So that's why I get about four episodes in half hour. Um, so yeah, I hope this was a decent episode. It was just a lot of rambling on. Hope you had some, uh, opinions about what I said, maybe some responses, whatever. Talk about it with your friends. I don't care. I don't even know how many people are going to be still listening to this because I haven't uploaded in two weeks. So anyway, that's all I got. All right. So I'll see y'all hopefully soon. Hopefully I'll try and keep a little bit more of a, uh, uh, common theme when it comes to uploading, but who knows? All right. See y'all.